Welcome to the Pets Who Thrive podcast, where we cover all areas of natural animal health and challenge what we've been conditioned to think regarding how to raise and keep a healthy pet. My name is Tammy. I'm an entrepreneur and a certified animal naturopath with a passion for animals and empowering other pet owners with tools for creating the healthiest version of your amazing pets. Let's dive in. Hello, I am so glad you're joining me today. I have a very special guest, Allison Kelly with the Natural Dog Company. She is the brand manager. Um, She is here to tell us about some of the amazing products that they carry. Um, They are all natural, organic, non-toxic, and we have just brought um, several of her products into our store. And I'm just really excited about this. This is such a clean ingredient profile, and I wanted to to get the message out to my listeners as well. So thank you, Allison, for joining me today. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to talk about Natural Dog. Yeah, yeah. So one of the things I love to hear um, is how company um, began, how it got started. So if maybe you could share that story a little bit with us. Sure thing. Yeah. So Natural Dog Company has been around for, for a little while now. Um, we were founded in 2008 um, and our founder was basically going through a non-toxic lifestyle transition herself. So she had some health concerns that she was worried about and started to shift away from you know a lot of fragrances and other unhealthy things in her life. And then she realized, hey, why am I not doing this for my dogs as well? They deserve to live just as long, just as happy as I do. Um, So that was kind of where the thought for this came. Um, And she started to create these balms that would help dogs with a lot of the common conditions that they would see. So her dogs got super dry noses and they might flake off a little bit. So she created our snout soother, um, something that basically just hydrates and moisturizes um, and keeps their nose in tip top shape. Um, and then she created some other balms from there as well. So since then we've grown pretty dramatically from, she used to pour them kind of in her own kitchen in a little cabin that she had. Um, and we've grown, we still hand pour all the balms ourselves, but we've grown pretty dramatically since then and now offer in addition to our balms, a lot of supplements and grooming products and treats as well. Um, so we've come a long way, but it was, it's certainly cool to see where we came from in that kind of small kitchen pouring things, um, focused on really a traditional or non-traditional non-toxic lifestyle um, and moving now to to being able to provide that to dogs as well. And that is so awesome. And I find that that happens so many times with the clients that I meet with on a regular basis as well, is that they will, you know, start doing more natural things for themselves. And they're like, no, why am I not doing this for my pets? You know, exactly. It always seems to kind of roll over. And I love that. So, um, that is amazing. I, I love that she had a little cabin and she was pouring her own um, products. That's great. Yeah, um, it was really cool. We've got some old film from the, the good old days. Um, and it's really cool to see how she kind of just poured them in a kitchen. It's so interesting. That is um, And kind of how we've grown from there. It's awesome. Yeah. So can you talk a little bit about how your products are made? Sure. So like I mentioned, all of our balms are hand poured. So we're, our offices are now in Charlotte, North Carolina, and we've got similarly a little kitchen back there that our production team uh, mixes up some waxes and balms and uh, essential oils and things like that and actually hand pours every single balm that we make. So wow. it's a really cool process to watch. It's very organic, very natural, um, and it just makes you feel good to kind of see where something starts and where it ends and know that there's not some weird middle ground manufacturing thing in there. Uh, it really is a very natural process. 
process. So we're still hand pouring all of our balms. It's really cool to see all that happen. Um, and then we work with some really, really great manufacturers as well for our supplements, other things that are a little bit more difficult for us to do here in our offices with baking and other things like that. So mm-hmm. anyone that we work with there um, is in, you know, human grade facilities, they're National Animal Supplement Council certified and things like that. We really try to vet all of our partners to make sure that everything is going to be just as natural as if we were able to do it ourselves in our kitchen. But the balms are certainly my favorite thing to watch, uh, to see them take it from, you know, just some essential oils and some bottles to, to making these products for us. Yeah, that is so awesome. And, you know, sometimes it's funny because what I find is, you know, when I have a really nice natural product that I have for my pets, even though it is for them, many times I use it on myself more than <laughs> them. Absolutely. I I am definitely guilty. Guilty of that. We take our travel sticks, um, especially when we're at trade shows. We went to one in Colorado, super dry air, and all of us were taking that snout soother and putting it right on our own lips. (laughs) It's great. It's great stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, So, and I also saw that you use a lot of like essential oils um, in your products. And um, I don't know if you could talk maybe a little bit about that. Sure. Yeah. So a lot of the ingredients that people put into dog products aren't necessarily healthy for them, but they're not as heavily regulated as they are in the human cosmetics industry or things like that. So we really focus on working with vets, working with you know, doctors and other things that have published articles about what is safe for dogs. So even some essential oils aren't safe. Like ylang ylang oil used to be in one of our products and we spoke with a vet and they were like, hey, this isn't necessarily something that's going to be great for a dog long term. We're able to remove that and make sure that all of our products are super, super safe for them. So um, it, it's really nice working with essential oils and working with things that we know are safe for dogs that have been tested and all these other things that, you know, typically don't happen in the dog product market. So right. um, essential oils are something that I know all of my team and myself use on ourselves on a daily basis. So it's, it's cool to see that in a dog product as well. Exactly. Um, so tell me a little bit about some of the types of products. I know you kind of touched on them in your um, kind of introduction, but maybe just if you could elaborate a little bit more on that. Sure. Yeah. So um, we have the balms that we spoke about. So there's some for paws and snout and skin, um, a lot of different areas on the dogs, and they're all tailored basically to the different types of skin and types of areas that dogs have. So what you would put on their snout isn't necessarily what they would need to have on their paw pads, even though it might seem like similar skin. Um, it's a little bit different. So we've got different paws for different areas on the dog um, or different balms, I, I misspoke, um, right. that are great for soothing a lot of different issues that dogs have. And in addition to that, we've also got some supplements. So so nourishing like bites or chews um, that dogs can have for skin and coat health or hip and joint health, other things like that, that dogs might, might see as they age, or even that you want to start them on as a puppy to prevent issues in the future. Um, we also have grooming products. So we just came out with a couple of liquid shampoos this year that people have been loving. Uh, we have an itchy dog shampoo that, that helps to remove a lot of like antibacterial and antifungal, a lot of different things that dogs might come across um, when they're running out in the yard or on the farm or wherever they are. um, So we can keep them clean and keep them healthy um, and prevent a lot of issues there as well. And then the last line that we have right now is our treats. So we've got some bully gnawers and Himalayan gnawers, some long lasting, like engaging Mm -hmm. treats for dogs. So not necessarily ones that, you know, you're just tossing out to them on a, on a training session, but something that they can really be a reward for them that they can work on for a while because mental stimulation is is so important for dogs. Absolutely, Yeah. That's awesome. So you, have you expanded? Like, did you just 
begin with the bombs and then over time have added a few things here and there? We did. Yeah. yeah. Um, when we started in 2008, we had the bombs only. Um, after that, we expanded. We have some shampoo bars that we added on um, a couple of years after that, as well as the bullying hours. And then since then, we've added on our supplements. We're launching some new um, food additives. So we have wild Alaskan salmon oil right now, which is just a couple quick pumps um, on a dog's food. And we've got glucosamine coming here soon as well. So we're definitely always expanding. We think the supplement market is something that a lot of dog owners are looking into right now, which is great um, because dog food, like I said, isn't regulated as, as much as human food and things like that. So we want to make sure that dogs are getting all the nutrition that they need um, and adding on some additional chews or liquids or things like that can help them out for sure. So we're always expanding, always learning and adding new things. Yeah. Well, and we, um, since, you know, we're kind of new to your company, we started with um, just a few products. So I want us to kind of go in depth a little bit more on each of those and how maybe uh, like what issue uh, would a, a dog have that you would recommend for those things? Um, Absolutely. Before we get there, um, you mentioned that they are made in your Charlotte, North Carolina um, mm-hmm. plant. So I didn't know if you wanted to expand any more about where all your products are made. Yeah. So yeah, our bombs are all here in Charlotte, um, which is really cool. Cause like I said, we get to see it from start to finish. Uh, yeah. We have that, you know, quality testing. We're able to like, I know all the people that work in production, we hang out and things like that. So um, all of our bombs are produced here. And then some of our other products, I think a couple are in Texas, um, one's in Florida, things like that. But we have really, really close relationships with those manufacturers and meet with them on a yearly basis. We go down, see them, talk to them in person, things like that, uh, just to make sure that we're, we're on top of everything. And we love the people that we work with. Um, and like I said, they're, they're in facilities that are, you know, they abide by, um, good manufacturing practices. Most of them are FDA regulated. Um, even though that's not something that's a requirement for dog products, but, uh, we really love the people that we work with. Um, and everyone's kind of got that same goal and mission to make really, really high quality pet products. That is amazing. And I do want to mention that, um, a lot of people do not realize that there's such little regulation when it comes to dog food, products, et cetera. And I really like to support those companies that go above and beyond and, you know, really seek out those organic um, ingredients and products and things like that. So that says a lot about, um, you know, just you as a company that you guys are really committed to quality versus, you know, just trying to get cheap products and, and turn it. Absolutely. It's something very near and dear to my heart. Uh, I started researching things for my dog. I have a pit bull um, and realized really how kind of crazy it can be um, to find products that you can trust and that you can be loyal to and know that they're not going to, you know, like you said, try to throw in some cheap ingredient Mm -hmm. just for the sake of it. Um, So it's something that's really, really important to us is making sure that our customers can trust us and that, you know, we provide the research for them so they can see all the processes that we went through um, and know that, that they can, like I said, trust our products. Yeah, that's awesome. So, um, so I wanted to kind of go through some of the products that we brought in and, um, there was a reason for each of them. We will, I'm sure eventually expand it, but we wanted to just start with, um, these three, um, the three that we brought in were skin soother, paw soother, and paw protection. Um, and I want to start with the skin soother because I saw some really amazing testimonials on that. I saw some pictures of a you know, dogs, you know, redneck, you know, just so raw and the raw belly. And believe me, we see that on a regular basis at our store and pet parents are so overwhelmed. They don't know what to do. Um, And so maybe you could talk a little bit about, you know, how to, how to 
you know, what kind of expectations, how often do you, you know, treat that, you know, just what are the uses, et cetera. Absolutely. Um, Skin Soother is my favorite. It's my favorite product we have. It's really just kind of our holy grail product that can help with almost anything. Um, It's antifungal, it's antibacterial, um, and it can work on almost any kind of cut or scrape or wound or anything that your dog might see. So my dog, like I mentioned, I have a pit bull. He's got crazy allergies, especially in the spring. And he gets, like you said, kind of a raw, itchy belly. He'll be itching a lot. His stomach gets a rash. He gets hot spots, things like that. It can be used on practically any sort of itchy or dry or irritated skin, which is awesome to just kind of keep in a drawer. So when something does flare up, you don't have to be you know, guilty like, oh no, what happened? What do I do? Do I need to go to the vet? And you kind of wait on mm-hmm. that for a few days. Mm-hmm. Skin soother is something you can have around, swipe on it. Usually it'll resolve itself in the first like 24 to 48 hours, which is a really awesome turnaround time when you know that your pet is suffering and you don't want them to be itchy and dry and all those uncomfortable things for a long time. Right. Um, so skin is definitely something we recommend for dogs with allergies or ones that, you know, come in with little cuts and scrapes or bug bites or things like that when they spend a lot of time outdoors. It's certainly our most popular product um, that people tend to keep around them at all times. Um, it's almost like a, an all natural, like healing balm for dogs, mm-hmm. like a Neosporin or something like that. So it treats a, treats a wide variety of stuff. So we keep it everywhere for us. Definitely good to keep in the <laughs> (laughs) covered at all times. Absolutely. Got to stay ready. (laughs) Yeah. So then what kind, so you mentioned a couple of days. So the dog who's got the red itchy belly neck, you know, et cetera. Um, or even the legs when they're chewing on their legs or their paws, um, you know, so you're thinking, you know, you could see a difference in a couple of days, but what, you know, just maybe long-term what, what type of, um, how often should they apply it and what should they expect? Absolutely. So like I said, for a treatment, you can really apply it when you start to see something flare up. And usually you'll see something between a couple of applications to, you know, maybe it takes a week to fully heal, but we recommend applying it around two to three times a day, really how often your dog is, is calm and open to it. So we like to do it when they're, you know, sleepy before bed or right when they wake up in the morning, times that they're a little less active and might be less likely to lick it all off. Um, although it is vegan and 100% safe if they do lick it off, but Um, Yeah, we recommend applying basically as frequently as you can, and then you'll start to see some results within the next 24 to 72 hours. Mm -hmm. Um, As far as kind of prevention goes, so if your dog has regular allergy flare-ups or, you know, he's going to go outside and might get some bug bites, we recommend applying it before any sort of timing or event that you think they might get an issue. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing that we recommend, and this isn't one of the products I'll carry yet, but we'll, we'll see, um, is our skin and coat supplements. They pair really well together to kind of prevent skin issues and then to treat them when they do happen. So that's kind of our one-two punch against allergies um, is this salmon oil and DHA gold and things like that in our supplements that prevent some of those issues and then skin soother around to heal any flare-ups that they might have. Gotcha. So I know um, I've got a pit bull as well, and I know um, it also have a dog that's got the long, you know, border collie mm-hmm. coat, and and it's easier sometimes to get the thing, you know, the products on the pit bull fur uh, versus the long. Absolutely. Coat. Do you have any tips for how to get that down in that skin? 
Yeah, my first tip is always distraction. So when the dog is, you know, eating a treat or even like getting a bath, if that's something that they're into, which mine certainly isn't, um, but mm-hmm. a treat or a toy or something that they love where they can be distracted, that'll give you a little bit more time to kind of work it into the fur. So in the same way that you would like a lotion or something on, on your own scalp, um, you'd kind of want to work it in a little bit. So like using some massaging motions, mm-hmm. uh, move the fur around if you need to, but really you're just trying to get it as close to the skin as you can. And when you get it onto the fur, it usually will travel down and, and keep those moisturizing nutrients there um, and kind of prevent them from licking it off of their skin too. So sometimes the fur can act as a really great barrier uh, to keep that medicine really mm-hmm. closer to their skin. So it might take a little bit more work with the, the long haired friends, but yeah. uh, it certainly can still get down there. Gotcha. Okay. That's awesome. Um, and I would imagine, um, just from, and uh, actually I have smelled it. Um, they have a good aroma as well. Yes. Yeah. We love um, it. We love I it. I know. I know. And then, <laughs> okay. So that's awesome. So the skin soother sounds like an all, just all purpose, like you said, kind of a natural neosporin, um, just to have at all times. And especially for those dogs who tend to get those outbreaks, or, mm-hmm. you know, you have those unexpected cut scrapes, et cetera. Um, you can just apply that in a couple of like two to three times per day. And I love that you also mentioned applying it before they're exposed to maybe some of those things that might be triggers. Um, I, I don't think a lot of people really would have thought of that. I know I wouldn't have. So yeah, absolutely. Tip. My dog's got a grass allergy. So we'll, which, you know, you can't avoid it. So we'll apply exactly. it on his belly and prevent some of those issues uh, before they even happen. That's great. Okay. So the next product I would love for you to talk more about is the Paw Soother. Absolutely. So a common misconception uh, that a lot of dog owners have is that dog paws are meant to be kind of rough and scratchy, almost like sandpaper when you touch them. Um, that's actually pretty unhealthy for them. So when dogs' paw pads are, are smooth and almost like when they're puppies and you can touch them and they're super soft, mm-hmm. um, that's when they're the healthiest. They're really grippy. So dogs will use their paw pads to keep traction and things like that as they're walking on trails or on pavement or those kinds of things. Um, but when they get dry and, and kind of rough, they can become really irritated for them too. So paw soother is basically just a really deeply moisturizing balm um, that keeps those paw pads healthy and grippy. So it'll eliminate a lot of the excessive licking that dogs will do with their paws. I know every dog owner has heard that, you know, just repetitive sound of dogs licking their paws all night long. Um, So this will help with the excessive licking and any itching that they might have between those paw pads and just moisturize and soothe them. It can also help with dogs um, that are on hardwood floors. So if they're super grippy, you might notice your dog, you know, runs on the hardwood floor and then slides for a little bit. Uh, that's probably because their dog, their paw pads are going to be a little bit too rough and scratchy. So mm-hmm. paw soother will help moisturize them, help them get a better grip um, and just prevents injury from things like slipping and other things like that. Interesting. Okay. So my thought too, when I think about putting something on the feet is that um, they're going to lick that off. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. <laughs> So, so I guess, you know, tips on, you know, how, I mean, I guess again, it's okay, but at the same time you want it to do its job. Of course. Yeah. So again, my number one tip is distraction. So we use things like peanut butter or our Himalayan or bully gnawers, things that might take them a little bit longer to go through. Um, really the product only needs a minute or two to sink in and then they can lick off the excess part of it. Like I said, it's vegan, it's natural. So it's not a big deal if they consume it. Um, but it really doesn't need too, too long to, to soak into those paw pads. So if you can keep them distracted for a minute with pets, um, or with a toy or things like that, that they enjoy, 
um, you should be good to go. And I love that you mentioned that because I, uh, you know, one to two minutes, that seems doable than trying to keep them from mm-hmm. licking for 10 minutes or, you know, all day. <laughs> yes. So, yeah. We're not trying to get anybody doing an impossible task over here. Yeah. yeah <laughs> we know no, how, how crazy they can that's get. That's good. And, um, you know, I love that you also kind of elaborated on, you know, the smooth is healthy. You know, you think about those puppies, those brand new puppies, you know, that their feet are so soft and they're perfect little pads, you know. Exactly. Um, and so the dry and the rough, you know, you're right. We, I think we assume that that's just how that's normal. And that's, mm-hmm. you know, so, yeah. Okay. Especially for dogs who spend a lot of time outside on trails or on, you know, even grass mm-hmm. or mulch or things like that. They can get really cracked um, and even rip sometimes. So it's it's definitely great to keep something around to moisturize them and keep them super grippy, like I said. But Really, you only have to apply this once a day, maybe two times a day if your dog allows it. Um, but it's something that's great to apply after a walk or something like that where they've been outside for a while to keep them you know, ready for their next next time outdoors. Okay. So I was going to ask as far as, so if you have a crack, I would think you would probably want to m- maybe go two to three times a day. But are you talking about maintenance might be one to two two times. Exactly. Yeah. If they've got a current issue, you can apply two to three times a day. Once they're a little bit softer and more healthy, then you can wait a little bit, maybe apply a couple times a week or only after a walk or things like that, just to maintain that grippiness. But if you've only, if you've got an issue, do you really need to be applying daily? Gotcha. Okay. Very good. Um, and then the third product that we brought in was, um, protection. So maybe if you could tell us a little bit about that one. Of course. That's kind of our sister product to Paw Soother. So protection is something that you'd use before going outside. It basically creates a protective barrier on the paw pads to prevent against cuts or extreme temperatures or sand or salt or other outdoor hazards that might cause those paw pads to get dry or get a cut in them or scrape or things like that. So a lot of dogs don't love wearing booties. I know my dog hates it. Uh, He won't walk around in them. They do the crazy leg flailing thing. Um, So this is a great alternative for dogs that don't love wearing booties or people that live where temperatures get really extreme. So in Charlotte, it can get pretty hot in the Mm -hmm. summers. We'll always use this before we go walking on pavement, on blacktops, things like that, in addition to checking to make sure that the temperature is safe. Um, It's something that can help give you a little bit of peace of mind in the extreme hot and extreme cold, and especially on things like sand and salt uh, that might irritate those paw pads. Okay. So this is, is it also something to be used once the, so let's say you got the dry rough paw pad and then you've used the paw soother and now it's nice and, you know, soft and shiny. Would you use this also just kind of periodically to kind of keep it that way? Absolutely. We recommend using it before really any walk or any extended period of time outside. So if you go on a hike or you're going to the beach or somewhere where it might be super snowy, uh, we always recommend applying it before you go outside. Like you said, it's best to start with healthy and moisturized paws. So we always recommend using paw soother first. Mm -hmm. And then once they're in good shape, using the paw protection to prevent any future injury or any sort of burns or scrapes or things like that um, with the paw protection. Gotcha. Okay. Well, that's awesome. These are, I'm excited about these products. And I know we've already um, sold several of the skin soothers um, because I don't know what it is about our area in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, but my goodness, we have so (laughs) many allergies. Yes. Dogs that come in with, you know, itchy skin and 
um, red skin. And so I think this will be, you know, a really good thing for a lot of, a lot of our clients. So awesome. Yeah. yeah. A recent study came out that said that up to 80% of dogs have allergies of some sort. And a lot of dog owners don't realize that and don't necessarily treat it. So some dogs have extreme allergies where they go to the vet and get allergy shots or things mm-hmm. like that, but almost every dog is going to have allergies of some sort. So it's always great to have something like skin soother on hand. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So is there anything else that you wanted to mention? I know that you've got a lot of other products and I know we've kind of touched on them, um, but is there anything else that you wanted to mention or that you would like my listeners to know? I think the main thing that I just want to make sure everybody knows about Natural Dog Company is that we're really about putting dogs first. That's our number one value that we have as a company. Um, we we know kind of the the parent guilt that comes with having a dog and them having issues and they can't tell you what's wrong and things like that. So we really strive to create natural organic products that you can trust that you can use in your dog throughout their whole life. So we want your dog to be here as long as possible. Uh, there are family members. They're not just our pets and things like that. So we definitely just want to get it out there that we put the dogs first and we're making products that we're really proud of to use on our own dogs, our own family members. Um, and we just hope that, that everybody can find something that's useful for their pet. Awesome. I love that. I love that. I love that because so many companies they're, you know, they're in it for, let's just make money and all that. And I sure. love that you guys, um, stand for dogs first. That's so, so important to me and a lot of other people. So, um, so if people want to learn more about you guys, um, and your products, where can they find you? Yeah. The best place to learn about our products is probably on our website, uh, naturaldogcompany.com, or we have a pretty active social media following. So our Instagram, if you love seeing dog memes and cute dog photos and videos, in addition to learning about ways to help your pet, uh, you can find us at Natural Dog Company on Instagram and on Facebook. Um, it's always a, a fun place to be. We post some pretty good memes, if I do say so myself. Awesome. <laughs> those are great. I love those. Okay. All right. Well, Allison, I am so glad that you joined us today. This is great information. And um, I'm excited to also hear feedback from customers that come in and purchase your products and, and use them. And um, I just think it's a, it's going to be a great um, addition to a lot of the items that we carry as we focus on natural products as well. So Again, thank you for taking the time today to explain um, a little bit about your brand and also about some of your great products. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. We're excited to be in your store. Absolutely. All right. Well, you take care and we will talk soon. All right. Thanks so much. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening in today. If you love this episode, share it with someone who may also want to help their pet. You can share it now or post it on social media. Tag me in it so that I can reach back out to you. I'm so proud of you for taking steps to help your amazing furry family member. Talk to you soon.